My name is Ray Park, you may know me as playing Darth Maul in Phantom Menace, Bone Wars, and also Solo and Star Wars Story. You're listening to Star Wars Stuff Podcast, the force is strong with you all. And remember, sit walk. Hey, this is Dominic Pace, who plays Gecko the Bounty Hunter from The Mandalorian, letting you all know you are listening to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Wishing everybody all the best. May the force be with you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast, where we talk all things Star Wars. My name is Colin. I'm Josh. I'm Christian. I'm Star. And we are back at Kashyyyk. We went back to Kashyyyk. I've been waiting for this episode with Gunji, and I'm so thrilled and uh, just really happy how it turned out. Uh, And then we also need to talk about the tragic news of Jedi Survivor being delayed. Very, very sad. Not that long. It could have been like, they could have done like a Halo thing with it and been like, one year. (laughs) Yeah. but at this point, why not just have it come out on May fourth? Like it's it, it's one week. Delay it even May longer. You want well, I I, I I mean, at, at this point, I would just move it over to the, to the actual holiday. I mean, like it just makes sense to me. Uh, but yeah, isn't the new release date coinciding with the very end of Celebration London? No, because so Celebration starts on the seventh and gets done. On oh, the- it's earlier in April, right? Yeah. yeah brain tired <laughs> no worries no worries uh but this week uh for the bad batch the episode is called tribe um how do we how do we like initial it initial thoughts love it? On, yeah. on the episode before we start breaking it down i mean i, I can sum up my thoughts with it. <laughs> i was really <laughs> happy with it <laughs> yeah. it was yeah, good i, I was happy <laughs> It's my second favorite um, episode in season two, so I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, you know, sad that we didn't get to see <laughs> the best public commando that is somewhere in those woods. Sev's just waiting to be found, and I'm sad that we didn't see him, but it was still a great episode, and I loved it. And that's something that, that we were talking about right before we started recording, was the the clone rebellion is it it has to be around the corner it's got to be happening be, be, because i have a feeling that by the end of the season that the empire is going to do something to fully phase out the clones i don't know if they'll execute order 66 on the clones or something like that and and then and, and, and then all the clones will you know do a rise up or something like that but i, I got a feeling that um that all of them will end up being pushed out i i don't think it's going to be a happy retirement i think um it's going to be a very sad couple of episodes. That but will... there's like a like a like a Order sixty seven where it like <laughs> deletes their like like the it's like a brain chip that shuts it off or like explodes or something in their helmets. Uh, <laughs> like uh, like, like the first like Kingsman movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't sorry, doubt they're going to do I something. Your like face, you're like no. <laughs> 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 and it's like a race against time to try and like get these like clones to not like die. Well, we have 80s synth pop playing in the background. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> They're like, hey, Max Rebo, hit it. And then it's just like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> hit it. Uh, Colorful explosions. Yeah. Oh boy. All right. So All um, right. S- starting off with the episode, we have the uh, Bad Batch traveling to a. Uh, little trade outpost um it's run by droids and they're in there to uh trade some counterfeit chain codes uh created by tech so what did you think of this opening uh guys or anything fun for this opening i liked uh have seeing that ship it's gigantic 
Mm-hmm. Reminded me, definitely reminded me of the one from uh, The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, uh, oh, I'm, okay. The I mean, uh, droids reminded me um, uh, L three. Yes, uh, <laughs> and I thought it was interesting that that they have their own smuggling operation, uh, and it's it it kind of goes back to the line of where Obi Wan was like in Attack of the Clones, where he said. If droids could think, we we wouldn't be here, would we? And you're seeing a lot of more um, more free thinking with droids uh, a lot lately, um, and I'm 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 really curious of uh, if the droids were just kind of running the smuggling operation or they were answering to someone. Well, I mean, we have the IG units that. Have yeah. their own kind of thing, so. right? But the IG units always feel like they're tied to some sort of central guild computer, yeah. whereas like these ones felt very autonomous and kind of like, but they're droids. We've never we, we don't see autonomous droids doing just their own thing. They're always headed back somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but maybe it's a case where it's like you know it's one tiny little like you know Babu Frick style alien who's controlling this giant right. droid syndicate right. who's just. Like they're his muscle. That's fair. That's a the counterfeit chain codes. I was kind of like, okay, the last time we saw counterfeit chain codes was for Sue and mm-hmm. Cut the Queen. Mm-hmm. In episode two of Sue. Episode one? two, I no, yeah. episode three. Three, 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 yeah. Um and then after that, I'm kinda like, well, the only other reason why you'd want counterfeit ones were either you're helping more clones. Or someone needs to falsify someone's identity. Mm-hmm. They seem yeah. shady enough to where it was falsifying some identities. Right, yeah. yeah it, I was, mean, it was a full-on... If they're smuggling, I can see where they're trying to get people out. Yeah. Sneaky-like, yeah. And I mean, uh, then Omega has her little, like, I, I got a bad feeling about this kind of that thing, so I was like, hmm. Classic Star Wars. I mean, yeah. she. I think they're just hinting more that she's force sensitive. It's just, they're just like dangle this in front of us, like. No. <laughs> I don't think they do that because one of the things that I think it's it's in Legends originally that the Kaminoans were tasked to like clone Jedi and they just could never yeah. figure it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's the kind of thing where we're not going to see it until later in the timeline in the Mandalorian era. So. Yeah, but I feel like we're at this point where just one single line has completely just like <laughs> everyone in the Star Wars universe is just trying to explain how Palpatine returns. And I feel like everyone's just playing this like catch-up game to try yeah. to explain it. <laughs> but I don't know. I'm, I'm not here to talk about the sequel trilogy. Colin already has my thoughts on that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to talk bad match. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, continuing with the episode, uh, Omega ends up uh, going off from the ship. Uh, she ends up finding a Wookiee, and it is a familiar Wookiee, um, ends up being Gunji. So I thought it was interesting that they have Gunji as a prisoner. I'm not sure why. Um, and I they I don't know if they know that he's fully a Jedi or anything, because, I mean, his lightsaber is there, but... It's interesting that they wouldn't have like more of a security force on him. I mean, I thought I interpreted it as like a, they found him as a stowaway mm-hmm. on a mm-hmm. ship, and then 
they found him and brought him into custody to sell him off. Yeah, that would make sense because I mean he basically explains that he's trying to get back to Kashyyyk. So, um, I mean, well, yeah, he's probably been traveling for years at this point, or a long time at this point. Mm-hmm. At least from Order 66 to now. Yeah. However long that is. Well, unlike we know that regardless of whether they know he's the Jedi or... I think you cut out just a tiny bit. Could you say that one more time? Did I? Oh, no. <laughs> no. I said, regardless of whether they know he's a Jedi or not, there's definitely a market for Wookiees. So I think, mm-hmm. you know, regardless, it makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. Yeah. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Any thoughts on seeing Gunji again, Colin? I thought it was... It was very interesting off the bat that, oh, Mega felt like something was off, which that, again, hints at her being Force-sensitive, which I think will get a full-out confirmation that she is this season. I know a lot of people don't want that. I just got a feeling that it's hinted towards it, though. And we got to play catch-up. All of Star Wars has to play catch-up for one line. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Alternative to full force sensitivity, maybe she's got the kind of chariot imway kind of like gets the general sense of what's happening, but can't actually manipulate or use the force. Or okay. maybe she's just good at hearing. That too. Because it because it is interesting <laughs> that they the the droids end up saying like, hey, like he's worth far more alive to our buyer, which makes me mm-hmm. think like more about this. Like, they know he's at least something special. Like, I wonder. Well, well, that and that and that they had his lightsaber. I mean, I would kind of figure that droid, that, that they weren't that dumb and they kind of put two and two together. Um, but I, I saw a lot of, in this episode in particular, you, you just had, I mean, I, I don't know. I had the vibe of that, oh, Omega was, you know, she's not full out force sensitive right now. And and I think she's on the same path as Finn where like she's slowly starting to, you know, maybe, you know, kind of go down that same path of where she's slowly starting to learn that, you know, she has some type of force, you know, um, mm-hmm. uh, some connection to the force. And I feel that we'll find out the season, I, I, especially with the emperor, you know, coming in at some point. Uh, it, it, it just makes sense to me that, um, that sh- she would have some tie tie into the force because you also have all those scenes from season one of where she's, um, she says certain things and she, and she picks up on things super quick that, you know, that have the, where she, where she has similar traits to a force user, uh, and especially the talks that she has with crosshair, like all those signs kind of point towards of being force sensitive. And this episode 
kind of helped um that uh that theory in my opinion yeah um so continuing on with the episode they end up uh basically uh, planning a full-on escape they uh get out um into the ship and uh, gunji is pretty hesitant to talk to any of these clones i don't so. blame him i don't blame him <laughs> Yeah, I, I enjoyed having that element there. Um, uh, but yeah, so they end up talking to him. Uh, Omega bonds with him a little bit by uh, feeding him because uh, Wookiee's hearts are their stomachs. So. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that goes for a lot of like characters that are very quiet in Star Wars. The easiest way to get like close to them is by feeding them. Mm. <laughs> I think that's just true. Yeah. Uh, I I mean that me. I mean that like <laughs> they, <laughs> I, I I mean For that me. like th- that dates all the way um back to Return of the Jedi. The whole point that they got captured was because Chewie saw a dead animal, and then and then they all got captured by the Ewoks because you know he was yeah. thinking with the stomach. But, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. So they end up taking him to uh, Kashyyyk. Um, on their way uh, through Kashyyyk, they uh, come up across a whole bunch of uh, spider webs, and basically, these creatures end up coming down, and they end up uh, the Bad Batch ends up basically about to attack them, and uh, Gunji basically explains like, "Hey, as long as we don't pose a threat, we'll be okay." <laughs> that awoke so many Knights of the Old Republic memories for me, because those looked almost identical to the Kinrath spiders. I believe they are. Um, yeah. There's a few minor differences. Like the eyes are a little different, but that's yeah. it. That was like spot on. I was like, oh. <laughs> uh, and th- th- something else that we talked about was that uh, uh, like be- before we started recording also was there was the canceled arc um, from the Clone Wars from uh, of what was going to happen before disney got the uh got the rest of lucasfilm and they actually had this whole arc where yoda would meet up with the bad batch and kashik and and that would explain um uh how yoda had good good relations with the wookies mm-hmm. uh and that's kind of what they were referring to to when i believe hunter uh, hunter or wrecker said oh like we haven't been in Kashyyyk in a long time. And I think yeah. that's the mission that he was referring to. Uh, I also enjoyed the score. I, I loved as they were like, like kind of coming in um, uh, to the planet. You, you got that tribal type um, score. The and... title of the episode. Yes. <laughs> Crazy. And I, I love Kashyyyk. I loved exploring it and, Jedi Survivor. I mean, in in Jedi Fallen Order, and getting more um, in depth with the Wookies and the planet and the culture of the Wookies was just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like Wookies are one of those species in Star Wars that we have so little background on, like canon wise. Mm-hmm. That every time we get some more of it, it's like, ooh, what? Right. They're all old. Like, Chewbacca's 200 plus years old when we meet him in what, Solo? Mm-hmm. I I mean, 
if you really want more Wookiees, just go watch the holiday special, man. Like <laughs> there are like nine minute, you know, scenes of where they're like, <clears throat> like of just talking and no subtitles. And you're just like, all right, cool. All right, cool. I guess we're just going to nod and smile away. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, how, um, how did we like the fact that Gunji was mainly, um, he like, He's definitely grown up a lot since we last saw him. Uh, and I'm not sure if we already talked about it, but do we think Gunji was on Coruscant during Order 66? Or do we think he was somewhere else? He never became a Jedi, right? Well, so, yeah. We know that all the younglings that were present in the temple, for the most part, were gunned down or cut down by Anakin. But it's not unbelievable that a few would manage to escape because we see that with in Fallen Order and flashbacks. Mm-hmm. So it's maybe maybe he was out on a mission with the other younglings, like a training mission. Maybe it was he managed to escape, and that's why he got caught by the droids because he was smuggling his way back to Kashyyyk. I also feel like because we've spoken it, like it's been spoken in Star Wars of like how rare it is to have a Wookiee as a Jedi. Mm-hmm. I don't like I feel like it would be easier for him to blend in into society comparatively to anyone else who like I there's a lot of reasons that uh Wookiees can be used and wanted for but I don't think it's normally like for a Jedi purpose whereas mm-hmm. like other characters you're like oh they uh they did one weird thing and then boom it's like instantly like yeah that's uh that's that's a Jedi all right but this, like, yeah. for Wookiee-wise, I'm kind of like, it's so rare that I don't know how much they would be, like, looking for him. Besides, like, more pelt reasons, more, like, enslavement reasons. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's interesting to me. Yeah. I, uh, I was also kind of shocked where, and it also makes sense, uh, that after the battle, the um, two clones that find the lightsaber marks and uh, and uh, and and then the main trend, Doshi and guys like, no, don't call the Empire on uh, on, on until we actually like hunt them down. Like, and I thought I I it was really interesting to take to see the clones take orders from them. I mm-hmm. uh, I thought it was more of a partnership, and it sounded like they were more in charge yeah. than the actual Empire was. Yeah. It felt very much like the Empire brought in the Trandoshans as like a hunting group and placed them yeah. at the top of like a squad. Mm-hmm. Kind of reminds me of how they uh, they did that in Andor with like having a separate group that are hired by the Empire to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting seeing that. And then because of the cause of this episode, I believe that's when we get that full out invasion um, for Fallen Order. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. Well, I think it makes sense, honestly, if you're the Empire, to hire out the Trandoshans because they've already been slaving there for years. They yeah. have a long history. They probably have maps. They probably have contacts. They probably have routes they know where to go. And so it makes sense if you're the Empire to show up and be like, yo, these people already know the game. Yeah. <laughs> they hate each other already. Trandoshans <laughs> are historically very anti-Wookiee. Yeah. If I uh, if Hunter was here right now, I know Hunter would be, you know, going full out defense mode, being like, not all of them are bad, some of them are good, and it's because you know, yeah, he, because Hunter he Bosk. Hunter hangs out with Bosk, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
but yeah, okay, no, I'll, I, I'll, I'll give Hunter this. Maybe Bosk does bake Christmas cookies and wear Christmas sweaters and is adorable. Sure. But the rest of all the other <laughs> media examples we have are really That's sketchy. canon for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, as you had said before, where it's like, yeah, the only really okay one we've seen is Sid, but they keep on being like, <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> sketch. Yeah. Well, yeah. there's also the Trandoshin pilot from from the game Squadrons. I can't, I can't mm, think of their name, right. but yeah, uh, but I, I, um, I, I also loved um, the fact that they, they mainly, um, well, the main elder of uh, of when they go back to the uh, to the homestead area for the Wookies. At first, I thought they said that the main tribal leader was Mala, and that's the name of Chewie's wife um, <laughs> f- from uh, from the holiday special. And now that's canon. And, and and I was like, wait, what? That's a huge name drop. But they said Kala, and I was like, oh, okay. Uh, that's pretty funny. Yeah, close but no banana. Right. <laughs> and I uh, I loved how they uh, how they use the trees as communication and that they are um it's a big part of their uh of of their whole um way that they do things on the planet and how important it is to them i just loved how environmental this episode was for Mm -hmm. the wookies and i just love how we got more um more info about their culture and everything because they're such an interesting people and and the fact that we first found out about Wookiees all the way back in 1977 and we're still getting fun facts about them today is just awesome to me. Yeah. Yes. So uh, continuing on with the episode, we do have um, the Trandoshans. They are uh, burning those Wookiee totems and uh, Gunji ends up running out to uh, try and defend them. Uh, and then the Bad Batch ends up going in as well, and they are full-on using proper blasters, completely going ham, um, taking out as many people as possible, uh, and then they end up uh, taking them all out after um, they had burned some of the land. Um, and then other Wookiees end up showing up on... Uh, have we seen these creatures before? I, I don't know. I it's don't like so. giant-eared lion monkeys. Yes. <laughs> It looks great. <laughs> yeah, they were fun. Yeah. I also, I really liked how realistic they had this episode where they're like, oh no, the fire will spread. We're going to have to use shovels and put it out. Yeah. And it was just like such a realistic touch of being like, normally you have like explosions in shows and then it's like, oh, it's fine. That one was just It was just a <laughs> fireball. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's, there's nothing flammable around. So I really liked that like small piece of being like, no, no, they got to use their shovels and put this out. <laughs> it was also really weird seeing the Imperial cog on the side of droid tanks. That was, yes. weird. Yeah, it was weird. That threw me off. I was like, that's not right. Because they, <laughs> they said Imperial tanks. And I was like, those mm-hmm. are not Imperial tanks. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So for the uh, giant, um, for the giant, um, monkey creatures those are also from the deleted arc um uh from what we were supposed to get yeah so they just carried that over uh because there is a definitely a bunch of on it's not fully animated like clips um 
but there were um a, a bunch of those unanimated clips that show wrecker actually riding one and stuff like that and and the stuff that got canceled but yeah um continuing on with the episode uh the friendly wookies end up bringing them back to uh their little outpost tribe that they have um and yeah they do the little head thing that all wookies do uh when gunji meets the elder so i thought that was fun <laughs> i was yeah. like i haven't seen that in a while the forehead touch um so continuing on with the the episode they end up having the uh leader of the trandoshans they end up meeting up with some other clone troopers and yeah they realize that yeah we're dealing with a full-on uh jedi here so they really want to get uh, more Imperials involved. Um, but the uh, the challenge uh, is presented to the leader of the uh, Trandoshans, and he's like, let me get him. I'll, I'll go get him. 100 pelts to any of the people that bring me that Wookiee. I was like, that's cool. It, it reminded me a lot of the, the Clone Wars arc where um, Ahsoka got kidnapped and was yeah. being hunted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, like, you know, they were talking about the greatest prize being hunting a Jedi youngling or, like, a Jedi as a whole. So not only is it a Jedi, it's also a Wookiee Jedi. And for them, that's, like, you know, the best of both worlds. That was also a... It was kind of a big deal for the Wookiees as well. Because it was very rare for a for a Wookiee to be Force-sensitive. Mm-hmm. Um, the other only other Wookiee in existence to be a Jedi was so far in canon is the one from the High mm-hmm. Republic series. Um, but I um I was low-key hoping that w- 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 when they were kind of worried about um uh like about there being a Jedi and everything, I was kind of hoping that maybe we would get uh a force unleashed easter egg type thing of where maybe vader would like you know they would end up calling vader or something because the opening um scene for force unleashed is vader going to kashik and hunting down a jedi so i thought that that would have been really cool um but that was just a pipe dream yeah (laughs) um continuing on with the episode uh, we cut back to the the little tribe that we have of Wookiees. Uh, they're scrounging around, eating food or the soup that they have. Um, and one of the major points that they end up having is they go out to the uh, tree and they place their hands on them and it's uh, they start basically uh, praying or with the tree or connecting to the the life force of the planet of Kashyyyk through the trees, asking for their help. Um, and I did like how it, this is like a first time for Gunji because he was taken at such a young age. So I liked how he like looks over. He's like, oh, this is what I need to do. And then like, oh, that feels right. I'm like, that's cool. I really enjoyed that. I'm not sure it was soup. Um, a part of me is convinced it was a fermented beverage. I agree. Yeah, that's, that's just with how happy Wrecker was to drink it. <laughs> <laughs> and because uh, Echo takes a sniff of it, and he's like, ooh. <laughs> The record's like more for me, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and he just takes the <laughs> the whole like bowl. Yeah, geez. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So uh, continuing, they get told basically, yeah, we got uh, we got a plan, and it's from the trees. 
So we cut back to clone troopers and the Trandoshans moving through, uh, trying to locate him. Um, and then we have a full-on little uh, attack force uh, coming out of the, the woodworks to uh, take out all the uh, clone forces and uh, Trandoshans in their tanks. Uh, so what did you guys think of the battle scene? I enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. I was convinced that the fire was going to be a little bit more of a big deal. <laughs> um, like, especially because they had done the shovels to put it out before, and then they're like, let's burn the forest, and then like... I don't know. I feel like there was some random cut there. I'm, yeah, there was, there was a time jump. Yeah, I felt like that as well. They're but... like, yeah, it's getting too long of an episode, or we just need to just be like, all right, we, we explained it. Okay, yeah, the, the fire spreading. But... <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I loved it. I was holding out hope uh, until the battle sequence. I was like, maybe we'll have reinforcements and Sev will show up <laughs> with some Wookiees, but alas, he did not. So, you know, but besides that, it was it, it was a great battle sequence. I, I really liked the evil Trandoshan, like leader guy. I think they gave him a lot of really good evil points, like having the flamethrower and like the bad guy lines. He felt like such a classic, um, like bad hunter um like yeah. animal trapper person that you would see. Yeah, like, I like his design. He's got movie. the he's yeah, got, like, like the his. The, he just cult. felt really, really spot on. I he gave me a lot of the same vibes. I think it's from the Rescuers. Oh yeah, and the second one where they go to Australia. Oh yeah, Rescuers yes. yes. down under. Yeah, the, yes. the, 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 that hunter there gave me the exact same vibe. Yes, and it yep. really felt like they took his lizard pet as a design inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> because he doesn't look like the other Trandoshans. He's way yeah. more pointed. Yeah. Yeah. He also gave me the vibe of of Clayton from Tarzan. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They uh, just did a great job making him exactly copy and paste that bad guy. It was great. Yeah. Oh yeah. But alien. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I liked his in uh, like Gunji's little like fight where it ends up being like a ring of fire and. Um, little spider creatures come down, and he, Genji just kind of like turns off his lightsaber. He's like, mm -hmm, I'm not gonna. We've already established these guys will attack, and uh, yeah, his death is like pretty interesting. I was like, oh, geez, <laughs> that, that's like a nightmare way to go. Wrapped in web by spiders because you know, spiders take a long time to eat their prey, so yeah, yeah. he's just like screaming the entire time. <laughs> he's like, no, and, 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 and he's just slowly being like brought off camera. You're like, oh, well, he's gone. All right. <laughs> uh, I have that... to continue and remind myself that like the show is a kid show, but then every once in a while it does stuff, and you're like, but is is it though? It's super yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean. I think at this point, I really wouldn't I wouldn't consider any of the Dave Filoni like cartoon shows, you know, kid shows because I agree. <laughs> because you have to think of all the all the war crimes that that Chopper committed in Star oh. Wars Rebels. You also have to <laughs> think about um, about all of the. I think it was season season two or season three, and the Clone Wars when it just got really so nuts. Rough. To halfway where, through season two, there's just yeah. like a switch, and then it yeah. goes dark. Yeah, I just remember uh, Asajj Ventress just stabbing a clone, kissing him on the cheek, and then he just drops dead. I'm like, wow, all right, we're just wow, that's crazy. So yeah, yeah. no, uh, I, I, I did, I, I loved how Gunji was all offensive at first with his lightsaber, but but as he got to the planet, he got more in tune. Um, 
with the creatures and and with the trees and with nature. So Gunji was about to full out fight the Trandoshians. The spider things, you know, are like kind of turned towards him. He connects with them, and then the spider's like, "All right, cool. We're just gonna save him for you know lunch later." And then they just take him up and um and it gave me a lot of rebels vibes yes feeling yeah i uh i i i think that gunji also has a force mutation um just like ezra and cal to where if cal would touch something he would um uh force echoes yeah yes force echoes he, he would be able to see old memories and everything and then with ezra he had a very strong connection with animals with, w- yeah. yes with animals and i think gunji has that as well doesn't um, quinlan voss have that same force touch like precog yes yeah yeah and there's a chance we might see him in season three amanda because he's he is one of the candidates that saved grogu yeah the only main criticism i would have for this episode is just um yeah like omega running back and then being like Oh no, the fire it's spreading and then it just goes nowhere. It's like <laughs> they didn't even give us the classic Star Wars transition to show time changing by doing the like zoom out to fade to black and then to the next scene. Yeah. Yeah. It was odd. Yeah. Um, and then we get like that really cool I like the line at the end um of where you have Omega and um Gunji touching the tree and they're like mm-hmm. yeah I, I just wish that basically these guys can grow up in a world that isn't just absolutely war-torn because they never got to have like a childhood they were just born into this and i'm like that's yeah. cool i like this line even though omega's older than them so yeah see and i <laughs> yeah. don't like that line that bothers me because it's like <laughs> saying that the clones shouldn't have a childhood either Whereas Omega's older than them. And so they should have had a childhood as well. And so well, I, I'm going to advocate for that as well. I think that line also um, kind of states that the clones were specifically, um, they're like, you know, their purpose of being made was for war um, to, to, to fight the separatists and, 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 and all that. But, oh, but Omega was just, you know, there and she, um, uh, and her purpose was not war. So I think that's where it's coming from. But Please star. I, then? Because yeah. like, she's still made by the Kaminoans. Yeah. She's not like a child of Django. Like Django didn't order her maid. So like, no. I, I contend at that point. Okay. I think her original purpose was a backup genetic source just in case. Yeah. Cause they, yeah, they but, say that like, it's a pure, like unaltered one besides being female. Right, so she's the last on, yeah, because she's the last unaltered clone besides Alpha, also known as Boba. Uh, but yeah, so super, yeah. super, super cool. Uh, and then the episode, you know, kind of goes back and fades to black, and they didn't leave the planet, which makes me think that the next episode will take place on Kashyyyk as well. I and so. I believe, start there. right, and I think the next next week is the mid-season finale so that means we're getting the it's the double yeah oh my gosh yeah Uh, yeah. well i have hope (laughs) for next (laughs) next (laughs) here's hoping uh 
because I think a bunch of us are hoping to to see Cody and and Rex and everything next week. I think something big will happen. And Sev, thank you. And and and, and Sev, yes, and Sev. <laughs> Quick question, Star: If if they bring Sev in, yes, but they make Sev still an Imperial loyalist, how are you going to feel about it? How would he be an Imperial loyalist being stranded on Kashyyyk, though? I mean, you never know, though. That's true. Clearly there is still an Imperial outpost out there because there are troopers running about. That's true. I, I would still be happy yeah. because he would exist and that would be cool. It's canon! It's canon! <laughs> it's canon! Yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, um, I wondered if the repercussions of this episode are going to lead into like uh, Fallen Order or what the reason is that they basically... Because they say the Trandoshans are there to strip the resources of the planet. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering if that is like what leads into, yeah, the Fallen Order uh, aspect of them absolutely invading the planet. So it's interesting for me. It's because I... Oh, go ahead. Because uh, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm just wondering. Because like, I mean, the I think the opening is where you actually get in the ATAT, and uh, but yeah, if they have like all those kinds of forces on the planet, I'm wondering if it's because of Gunji being there, or they're figuring out that Gunji is there. That yeah, would be cool. Gunji being the the chieftain they all rally behind would be a pretty incredible. That'd be cool for be character. Cool. I was not. Um, I, I I was surprised that we didn't see Tarful. There's a chance that we might see Tarful in the next one. I know there were a couple of the Wookies there that were wearing very similar pauldrons to yeah. what Tarful wears, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we know that he plays a a large uh, a decently large role in the rebellion that's on Kashyyyk, and we know that saw um, that saw. Um, knows him knows him partners up with them and plays a you know a large role five years later after the events of re revenge of the sith and everything mm-hmm. yeah there's always that chance that the reason why the empire has a main um uh, uh, uh has a large presence on kashik is because of gunji but i also think it's because kashik is is kind of in the middle of the outer rim Mm-hmm. And they might be mainly using that planet um, to uh, to you know do different trade routes and stuff like that for the empire and and do different transporting stuff. But- I think it's the last Thrawn book where they talk about him finding a ship full of Wookiee slaves. Yeah, 
And that that is the biggest resource that Kashyyyk has going for it, as far as we can tell, which is tragic. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it is the, the Empire used Wookiees for a slave force. Yeah. Which is why I'm kind of like, why would you bring in the Trandoshans that love to hunt them? Because they're not enslaving them, they're hunting and skinning them. Yeah, but correct me if I'm wrong, Trandoshans also have been involved in slaving. Like, they yeah. slave a lot of the, of yes. the Wookiees as well. Because they do skin them, but they also slave them. Yeah, At I feel like they the, do in the, in the Repu- Republic yeah. Commando game, which you can yeah. tell is my... <laughs> yeah. I mean, and then it's also... A, they, they opened up the in the Clone Wars the idea of um, the Zygerians being right. the slave trade, right. like main hub as well. So maybe I wouldn't be surprised if we get that brought in at some point in a future series. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have one critique for the right. match. Why are okay. the episodes so short? I don't know. You because we're not getting syndicated with ads. Just give me thirty minutes. <laughs> I know. Was it 16? 16 episodes? 16 episodes. Yes. Yeah, so that's, that, yeah it's interesting because uh, how many? How long were the episodes for the last project from the, the animation crew, which is Tales from the Jedi? Because those were even they, shorter. Those were short. Those were like yeah. 10-ish minute episodes. Mm-hmm. Like if you don't factor in the however long the credits were. Yeah. That also that also was a experimental series mm-hmm. um, because they didn't know how the public and the audience would, you know, take it and everything. But honestly, I think one big reason why that we all loved it was because it was the Clone Wars animation style. Um, that that animation style is what really kicked off the just everything with Dave Filoni, and. And I loved seeing that era of Star Wars in that animation. And I also loved, um, I think my biggest thing about the, about the series finale of the Clone Wars was at the very end, you saw in, um, you saw the stormtroopers and, 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 and yeah, stormtroopers, snowtroopers, probe droids, and then you see Vader. And that's in the Clone Wars animation style. And that's what I wanted Star Wars Rebels to be. And I'm just excited to see, you know, us get to that point with the Bad Batch. I think that's going to be great. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see yeah. just a full, like a full out um, TK and in, in the in the Clone Wars style animation. It's um, coming again. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. But for next week. What are our main predictions um, for uh, those two episodes? Return of Cody and Crosshair. Yeah. I think we're going to make our way back towards the core worlds. So Coruscant or maybe heading our way back towards like big Republic garrison, like former Republic garrisons. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Would not be surprised if we got Rex at the end of the first of the two part episode. Yeah. Um, but then after that, I'm just I'm just along for the ride. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if it has something to do with Sid being shady. Like mm-hmm. maybe Sid will turn them in, or maybe Sid will be part of the reason that there's something that goes wrong. Um, because they've hinted that. Mm-hmm. I'm not predict that. And 
we know from the trailer that there's going to be more commandos at some point. Sorry, I'm going to keep bringing up commandos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can't stop me. Um, but so I wouldn't, at some point, that'll happen. So and it really looks like the commandos are being used as like the main drill instructors for yeah. the incoming yes. stormtroopers. Yeah. Because I think we saw Scorch in the yeah. trailer, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so I know. Star's excited, but Star, are you afraid that Seven Scorch might have to fight each other? That would be so tragic. And <laughs> if they do, they'll both still exist, and that'll still make me happy. <laughs> well, 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 they, they, technically, the whole squad of Delta Squad does exist, yeah. um, and they are canon because of that one episode and. In, in Star Wars The Clone Wars. Witches of Dathomir, and they make an appearance returning the uh, Jedi bodies yeah. after yeah. Savage yeah. takes and, over the temple. Yeah, and, 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 and that entire squad um, yeah. does show up. Now, I don't think it makes their story canon. Right, yeah. yeah. And, and is it true that Delta's canon, or is it that there's clone troopers that look like Delta squad? That is, that is Delta squad. Delta squad. Yes. It is. Um, okay. there okay. was a, um, a Clone Wars, uh, kind of encyclopedia, mm. um, book that came out, um, after like, um, I believe after the Clone Wars came on Disney plus and everything like that. And because they wanted to, you know, make people more well aware of the Clone Wars and everything that was a canon and Delta squad did appear in that okay. and, and then they did say them by name. Okay. I only say that because I remember last season they had said, like, when everyone was like, oh, it's Scorch. They were like, oh, it's a clone that looks like Scorch. Scorch. No, no, it is definitely Scorch. And and, (laughs) and I was like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Josh? Uh, Future episodes currently I'm going to be interested on. I don't know how we're going to end this, like, mid-season. It's going to be some giant cliffhanger of what I can think. Do we know how long of a break is it between the mid-season finale? Um, you know, is it like one week or is it like? I don't think they're gonna have any breaks. Okay, no, they're not I having a break. Okay, I, cool. think, I think they're just hitting yeah. us with a double whammy. Just a yeah. double episode, because I was wondering if they're gonna do like two episodes and then miss yeah. one week and then uh, continue it to one episode. My I guess is the reason why they did. To... Yeah condense the timeline that okay. and i think they also um didn't want the episodes to fall into the uh um into celebration i think they wanted the show <laughs> to be done by celebration Fair. Fair. and that also brings me to my theory about jedi survivor because i have a couple of theories of why it did get delayed um <laughs> mm. <laughs> yes <laughs> uh but Same yeah order. so yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I, I cannot wait until next week because I, I got a feeling something big is gonna happen. Um, mm-hmm. and in, in, in next week's episodes. All right, let's talk about the elephant in the room because clearly it's upsetting me. Uh, Jedi <laughs> Survivor has been delayed till April twenty eighth. Uh, I will read the statement. I was really, really, really sad by it. Um. Because March was supposed to be this, I mean, and and it still is, but but Banner March was Star Wars month. yeah, like 
it was going to be crazy. It, it, it was going to be Survivor. It was going to be uh, the rest of Bad Batch, Mandalorian, all at once. Now they took Survivor out, and Josh and I planned a whole weekend, pretty much, <laughs> where we were going to game, and 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 now it's falling into a week where um where uh, I have a bunch of friends coming, so it it's 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 like time rushed. Can it happen? Can we accomplish it? The answer is yes. All nighter. <laughs> Let's go. You don't but, need sleep. <laughs> yeah. uh, but here's the statement. Uh, before I read it, uh, how, how do we feel about the delay? Of the I game? would rather a delay than a big day one patch. Okay. It's, uh, it's, yeah, the Nintendo guys like his statement that he always used to say it's like uh, a rush game it's never good but a delayed game has the ability to be good yes. so i mean it's delayed but it, again i as i said like it's not forever it's no. it's not like it's oh, six that weeks. Long it's six weeks. Time. <laughs> so i'm it's interesting that they're doing that and I, I i'm like how much can you accomplish with six weeks for this game is what i'm wondering and I'm wondering what's really putting them back on. I, I wonder if it is just polish. I haven't read this. Did they say what the statement was or anything new? For yes. Uh, for the last three years, the Jedi team here at Respawn has poured its collective heart and soul into Star Wars Jedi Survivor. We are proud to say the next chapter in the tale of Cal Kestis is, uh, is content complete. We are now focused entirely on the final stage, bug fixes to enhance performance, stability polish and most importantly the player experience Jedi survivor is a direct response to the feedback from our community delivering expansive destinations to explore evolved combat and traversal and of course the continuation of cal and bd1 story making this game has truly made us a better team and we have pushed ourselves at every level to make this the Star Wars sequel our fans expect from Respawn and Lucasfilm Games. In order for the team to hit Respawn Quality Bar, provide the team the time they need, and achieve the level of polish our fans deserve, we have added six crucial weeks to our release schedule. Star Wars Survivor will now launch globally on April 28th. Thanks to EA and Respawn for giving us the time to deliver the best experience for our players and to all of you for your understanding. May the force be with you, Stig and the Star Wars Jedi team. Globally, April 8th. Yes. Hey, you could do the New Zealand trick. You could do it. <laughs> we could do it. We could do it. Eight hours uh, early. <laughs> I, um, oh man. Okay, so my theory is that I think the game was on track. I think that uh, that they wanted to kind of because how big March was supposed to be for Star Wars. I don't know if they were like because of all the shows coming out that might take attention away from the game. That's one of my theories. But I think the biggest theory was that they that they don't have that much content for Star Wars Celebration this year. And I'm thinking they wanted to do a full panel um, to where it's kind of getting more advertisement for the game. Um, uh, and that way, when, you know, when people 
you know, see the panel and everything and see more trailers and, and mm. a whole panel for it, people will get more excited and there will be more pre-orders. Oh, yeah. M- maybe they didn't get to that mark. I mean, I'm, I, I would be so surprised because of the first game was phenomenal. And this game is already, you know, um, is being said, it's probably going to be one of the best Star Wars games of all time. Like, th- that's how much praise this game is already getting. Uh, what do you guys think about that theory? Because I, because they said that, that like, I, I, I think it was like a month or two back where, where they said they were on track. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's like almost a month out. And then they're like, not. Hey man, if EA allows them to delay, I'm I'm quite surprised. So I'm happy with that. Like as a company, I don't think they're normally one to be like, yeah, you could delay it, no problem. <laughs> yeah, that's also a question of how much the mouse is leaning on them. That's true. That's very true. Um, I I think that there's going to be a fallen, like a Jedi Survivor panel at Celebration, where they're going to show a bunch of stuff that they're going to have people like you know walking through the audience that's checking for cameras confiscating stuff mm-hmm. so they see it and then guess where josh and i will be yeah if, <laughs> if, 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 if london might you guys ready for the, the panel lottery again uh yeah <laughs> oh no <laughs> no dude it was starting so to bad. complain again <laughs> hey i've been pretty good for like the past couple of like like uh a past couple of months but i ended up uh buying my um I bought my, I yeah because you I bought, bought your my showcase. showcase for Lucasfilm, and I'm glad I did because if I oh, didn't, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't have been at the premiere for Kenobi, and I would have been dying inside the entire time. So, but again, I shouldn't have had to do that. I like I, the, camping is what made these conventions so much fun, and I hope they bring. I I hope they don't do the lottery system. For I me, think. I'm, I really I'm okay hope. with a lottery system for a certain amount of seats, and then the rest should be camp out first come first serve over. Yes, style. agreed. Because like best seats are lottery, and then it's the stuff in the wings that are just hey, if you can get in, you get in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. Yeah. Oof. It'll be interesting if they bring Gundry's lightsaber to Galaxy's Edge. I will I get that in a heartbeat. A, it's I will get that in a heartbeat. They haven't because to me they always do the votes on. What lightsabers people want next? Yeah, and it's interesting to me that that wasn't on the last one. So it makes me think that they're just going to dedicate a full one to that and just bring it out there. Um, If if it does, it will be the first legacy saber I will ever buy because I (laughs) everyone loves his lightsaber. It's it's so slick. It's it. I mean, it's wood. (laughs) It's wood. Like it's 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 a lightsaber and it's wood. It's like that's awesome. So I that honestly is probably one of my favorite hilts. I'm 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 not even kidding because I remember watching the episode of where Gunji actually built his lightsaber for the first time, and I'm like, that is cool. That wood is from Kashyyyk. Like what? Like that's a thing. I want that. So mm-hmm. if they brought that to Galaxy's Edge, first in line, first in line. I, I I would definitely buy that because that's such a cool design, for sure. Because I mean, we also got our new customizable parts in um, yeah, uh, Savi's workshop. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, all the new lightsaber designs that are coming out. I'm like, ooh, cool. Oh, I, I, I don't know if they allow you to buy the parts just on their own just yet again. Because they yeah. originally did, but then they're like, oh, we have stock problems. But hopefully now you can. Because yeah, those new parts look really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, start. Did you end up 
Uh, did you end up building a lightsaber? I didn't. Oh, you didn't. I really wanted to, and then I... Not an experienced Disney goer, so I didn't realize that you had to make reservations. <laughs> yeah, those reservations are nuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I do. I remember my Disney announcements correctly that they're doing a price drop on the Savi's experience. They they did a price drop on the droids. droids. I believe they are de- going to do one eventually on um, lightsabers as well. They like, haven't said when, uh, but almost every year on May fourth, they announce a new lightsaber. Um, that the, they bring to Galaxy's Edge, so we'll probably see like of what that is. I'm kind of curious because they're slowly running of uh, they're slowly running out of ideas of you know, um, of of the exclusives. My money would be on Gunji. I think that would be a great one. I don't think it's even a pipe dream. I think that could definitely happen. It's interesting that they, they always. I think if they did Gunji, just like based on all the other sabers I've seen built out there, especially with really custom ones, you cannot get Gunji's silhouette with a removable like opening thing for batteries. You're gonna have to do a rechargeable battery in hilt. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's gonna have to be that. You're not gonna be able to just make it a quick thing to slide batteries in and out of. Because Gunji's saber tapers a lot on the, the not emitter end on the pommel. I'm I'm interested into seeing what they do because they keep dropping so many different things, but it's always a soft drop. Like no one knows about it until you go there and see yeah. it. Except mm-hmm. for the ones for like lightsabers that they bring out and they go, This is a special edition one. And then they're like, All right, special edition lightsaber, here we go. And then there's this new thing. So it's yeah. interesting to see what they're gonna do with it. I just know that the um the uh the collector's box that comes with anakin's and obi-wan's is a it, it, it's like a mustafar design on it i would love to get that one i think that would be a re- really really cool do you want both sabers or just the box <laughs> well i want both sabers okay. i like but i mean the box is cool like <laughs> don't uh don't get me wrong they uh and i uh and they also just dropped qui-gon's um lightsaber two a couple of months back for mm-hmm. for for tales of the jedi and that's just like a slick design because it's just like a giant flashlight didn't they but also it's a lightsaber soft yeah. drop uh plocoon and luminara yeah 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 they, I they mean, just showed up one day as far as i remember yeah and yeah. um asajj ventress is from the book yes as well. Which is interesting because it looks like Darth Maul's piece as well, like the second, like from uh, season seven's Clone Wars. Uh-huh. Yeah, it, it's like the same hilt. So I'm interested in seeing what it is, like if there's a something there or not. According to the person I talked to, the last time I was at Galaxy's Edge, they are connectable. Interesting. Yeah, that mm, interesting. Um, yeah, seeing what what they what they're bringing to Galaxy's Edge right now, I I, I hope we're probably going to get something at Celebration for for new items or new experiences or new things. So yep. it'll be interesting. I mean, hey, you you just went to a meetup, didn't you, Colin? So yes, oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, oh, you went the saber meetup. Yes, um, and we uh, first off, I learned from our um from our. A mistake on may 4th because when we went on may 4th we we got in line for the lightsaber meetup pretty late and that line wrapped around the entire you know like the entire land of galaxy's edge 
and and our group was like do we have to get there an hour early and i'm like yes like <laughs> maybe maybe even earlier than that so we got there and uh and i'm glad that we got there when we did because we were the first um we were in the first hundred people that did and and it was specifically for um ahsoka tano day and it was celebrating uh which is crazy to think about 15 years of ahsoka tano like how crazy is that (laughs) very yeah Yeah. uh and not only was it great to celebrate Ahsoka Tano Day, but actually Eckstein herself was there. Ahsoka was there. And that is my wife's favorite character as well. So I made it my mission for us to be there. And we got there. We lined up. We like took a group picture. She like came out. And then they kind of moved people towards the back. And I had to work early the next day. So I was going to see if we could um, try and take a selfie with her and, and she had her um, kind of group and people would, you know, come up and take pictures um, like w- w- with her and do a quick selfie. And then they would kind of, kind of, kind of push them back politely. So then she could get in, in for the next shot. So I told Brooke to follow me like, all right, like, like, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm like, just stick with me, do what I do. And she's like, okay. Hold so, on to my belt. <laughs> right, right. So we were heading for the exit, and then as as we were heading towards the exit, because I had to work early the next day, she was walking towards us, and I was like, "Brooke, just follow me." I said hi, and and I think she low key recognized us because we saw her um uh um over bunch noble, and then I, I was wearing my stuff from the Star Stuff podcast, and we gave her merch, and she was like, "Oh yeah," so we. Took a quick selfie, and then as soon as I did, everyone else tried to, and then like <laughs> we just bolted out of there. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, um, but that was so cool. Did it, you it, like it, the the panel releases for uh, who's coming to um, uh, celebration? Yes, because you have the best. holy trinity of the Clone Wars. You have um, you have james arnold taylor matt lanter and ashley Eckstein will be there and they'll also be at motor city comic-con uh in uh in michigan uh, as well uh but it's awesome to see that they're going to be london they also have the actor who played galen urso wedge and tilly's it's funny Please that mads mickelson is coming i was like yeah okay Cool. <laughs> um, well, I well, I mean, you, I, I honestly, I'm not surprised that there's going to be a lot of the London-based actors there, uh, because mm-hmm. the convention's taking place in London. So it's like, oh, great, cool. Um, but I, I know that they're definitely going to announce more, and I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't um, announce that Pedro Pascal was going to be signing. Um, be uh, because at that point, what March first. April, I think we'll be halfway through the Mandalorian at that point, right? Right, because if it happens, so. April, April seventh through the tenth, and I think we'll be March first. Yeah, so we'll almost be um, done with season three, Amanda, or, um, or, uh, yeah, but yeah. So I'm super, super um, excited for celebration. And then it sounds like next year, all the rumors point um, towards Celebration being back in Orlando. Now, uh, Pog. Is, right, right. It's like, oh, okay. Uh, 
Now, when it comes back to Orlando, is that something you guys would go to? I know the answer for Josh is yes, because it's no, you know, not yeah, gross. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah. If I can afford it, yeah. Yeah. It's a little bit more affordable than anyone from the U.S. trying to go to London. Oh, yeah. But like, yeah. I'm just kind of 2024 is my, yeah. my so far my busiest year in traveling wise. So I think we. I think we got lucky on our plane tickets, <laughs> bro. Like we got really lucky. Uh, can, I, can I ask what you guys paid round trip wise, roughly? <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's not too bad. It's not too bad. In comparison I mean, dude, to what like most people pay for an international flight to a big city, like it's that was insane. cheaper than me flying to California. Like that was a lot <laughs> cheaper, bro. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Yeah, so there's a reason why Star drove for yeah. celebration. <laughs> there is, <laughs> it's that. <laughs> I I didn't know you drove. Dang. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah we wow. drove. Yeah, well, we we road tripped. <laughs> that makes sense. Wow, shoot, yeah, no, we That's um a day and a half at minimum driving. Yeah, it's yeah. I think it's thirty eight hours. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. That's but we what also... I mapped out last time. I mapped out going to Michigan. Yeah. Wait, have you driven to Michigan from California? No, I always tease Hunter with coming out, but I'm kind of like, I can't do 38 hours by myself in a car. It's fun. Do it. <laughs> yeah, but I'm the only one that drives Star, <laughs> so be star Wars, please. Hours. Yeah. That's a well, lot of podcast episodes, all right? Yes. <laughs> exactly. On tonight's live stream, Christian goes slowly insane while driving to Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I have made that drive um, from Michigan to Florida uh, at, at least almost 10 times now. Yeah. Uh, and I, the only thing that keeps me going is Star Wars, of course. Um, it, it's, it's Star Wars phone calls and podcasts. That, that's the only way that I can get through long, um, long drives like that. But I remember driving um, down for star celebration 2017 and the hype of getting to possibly be in the same room as george lucas was like the main thing that was keeping me awake and then sure enough you know he him john williams and um harrison ford all showed up for the wow. 40th anniversary panel and i was like that 19 hour drive was so worth it <laughs> so yeah uh, yeah yeah it's audiobooks for me I've, I've driven out to la i think 10 times now and it's it's audiobooks. They're the best. Oh. How many? When was the last time you drove to LA then? Was it Celebration? Celebration. Yeah. Okay. Nice. I don't suppose you're coming to WonderCon, are you? <laughs> no, I wish. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. I've, I've yeah. been trying to harass as many people as I know to come down to WonderCon. <laughs> I, well, I really want to come. It's, it's, it's just the middle of the semester. Ah, fair. Yeah. Oh. Well, uh, you uh, have not harassed me about Going to, well, are you gonna fly out to Anaheim again? Uh, dude, I, 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 I can't, man. I'm, I'm busy, but because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you want to come, we got, we got, we can put, make some room in the hotel room. <laughs> uh, when is WonderCon? Um, it's the last weekend of March, if I remember correctly. The last full weekend. Oh, dude, no, there's no way. Yeah, twenty twenty fourth, twenty fifth, twenty sixth of March. And then isn't C two E two happening like the week mm, after? Is it? Or is it yeah. further back in the summer? No, it's unless it got switched. It's in March. I think. Okay. So. Oh, okay. Because I remember that my first C two E two, my only C two E two, was the 
December one, which everyone's kind of like, this was weird, but it felt right for C2. Yeah. 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 I love that. Um, I love that conventions are back because I just remember during the pandemic, I was just slowly dying inside where I was like, it's supposed to be more to city comic con. It was supposed to be star celebration. And I was like, and it's not happening. I'm stuck in the house and I can't <laughs> do anything. So yeah. So uh, celebration 2020 was supposed to be my first big convention mm-hmm. and then pandemic happened. And then my first big convention was dragon con <laughs> yeah which is a party <laughs> yes it is uh and i and that was also the first time that i met you that's how when we met yeah yeah uh, that was when then, hunter was like hey uh, colin i have this friend christian i yeah. only really know him through the internet but we've met a couple times he's really chill yeah, <laughs> yeah. uh yeah no uh and uh and we just hit it off because of that con if you guys haven't gone go uh, but Dragon Con is just this giant convention where it's costumes, partying, and drinking. That's the entire con, it's, and it's it's, it's so much fun. Hotels, and yeah, just nonstop booze, and it is downtown Atlanta, and it's um the the main hotel. I believe it's the Marriott is where the Marriott's they, the middle. Yeah, yeah, um, they filmed a bunch of stuff there, and they recently filmed um the show Loki there. So all of the stuff for the TVA was like, um, was, was filmed there. So super, super cool. Uh, and then star, I think I met you the first time at Grand Rapids comic con 20. Yeah. yeah, 2021, 2021. Yeah. Cause I didn't start cosplaying until 2021. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. So I hadn't been to con, like I went to some small cons, but I hadn't been to like, no. big ones so i didn't yeah. understand when everyone was like oh it's so weird because the pandemic i was like what yeah sure I, yeah it's totally weird <laughs> I, I um i i didn't have my anakin um back then but mm-hmm. i just remember having a speaker and we were playing the theme for the bad batch and yes. i would just follow right behind you guys <laughs> yeah. so it was super super fun but but yeah no i um uh it's 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 really crazy to think about like how celebration and these different conventions bring people together and and they definitely make um they make friendships um that last a lifetime and it's it, it's so so cool mm-hmm. so if you guys have never been to a convention store celebration go you will not regret it um <laughs> it honestly is life-changing uh so yeah go. yeah that was really it for this week for news uh for next week, we have uh, we have our um, two episode mid series finale. I mean mm-hmm. mid season, not series. Uh, mid season finale of of the Bad Batch, and then hopefully we get more news about um, uh, about the Mandalorian. We'll probably get more uh, name drops for Star Celebration, and they should be announcing some of the panels um, for Celebration soon. So. Uh, from my uh, for myself right. and for the rest of the team, thank you so much for listening. We're on Instagram at Star Wars Stuff Podcast, Twitter at Stuff Pod. We're also on Patreon. Please go check us out uh, at Stuff Podcast twenty two one eight seven. Um, please go follow my wonderful friends, uh, Jay Guy Hunter, Kenobi around and Star Spangled comment. Wonderful people. They have um they do so much for the costume uh community and they just 
you know, bring so much joy to people. So please, please go check them out. Uh, again, once again, from everyone from the Star Stuff Podcast, may the force be with you always. <laughs>